Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League podcast, a.k.a. CPFPL, with me, Matt Ford. And me, John Richardson, a.k.a. JR. Now, last week we put out a plea and I hope to buy the Gary Splash basketball team in the US. We put out a plea for listeners to follow them on Twitter. Over 400 people have wow. followed suit. They're up to nearly 500 followers now. Um, so, John... Um, have you come any closer to acquiring the team? Well, I've not had any contact from the guys at Gary Splash. Um, I I think I might have thought the word basketball at one point. So does that count as closer than last week? Uh, I mean, uh, let's say yes to be kind. Yeah, um, but you, but no to be honest. Have you have you had any uh, dealings? No, no. I followed them. I felt that was my role in things was just to get the ball moving in that way get the basketball moving um but mm-hmm. obviously they've not tweeted for 10 years um we, I, I think the the twitter element may be a, a, a bit of a dead end but um well done to everyone who's followed them and and you can do that at gary splash bb and i think if we just keep following them then that will incentivize some sort of takeover and i think that will get us there i think we'll get that deal over the line um leeds united out of the relegation uh, zone with a stunning 1-0 victory over the worst team in the league. Uh, are you starting to believe that you will be safe? Well, we can smell the Taco Bell stained knickers of Nottingham Forest Football Club now from where we are. Just three points behind you with the home fixture still to come. More to the point, and may I flip reverse your question and say, are Nottingham Forest safe? Well, I've never believed that we're safe, John. As you know, um, as long as we finish fourth from bottom, it's fine, and I fully Mm. expect us to do so. I I, I have to admit, I found Saturday very distressing. You Um, lost 4-0. Yes, to West Ham United. To relegation rivals West Ham United Football Club. A team packed full of internationals. Really half of course, yes, who've struggled to score goals and failed to beat Leeds United. Yes, but the, something clicked and, um, you know, we've got... Obviously, our, our defence is not a defence. It's, it's barren due to severe injury concerns. Not got any so, new ones. Not buy some new ones. But we've already named our 25-man squad and then they got injured. This is the problem. So we had oh, appealed to the league to allow Steve Cook to play and that request was turned down. Oh, um, that's a, can I just say, what a bloody shame that is. Can I say on behalf of, I think I speak for Leeds United fans, Bournemouth fans, Southampton fans, when I say that seems bloody harsh of the PFA not to let you use one of the 7,000 players you've signed this year? Yes, I don't think the PFA are the governing body, but uh, well done, you almost got that. At, at um, all? Who's in charge of football? Is it Pugmol? How do you say well, that? Pugmol. Well, funny you say that, actually, because we will be getting a football regulator, won't we? So there, there will be a new body. Um, so that's, that's, that's one for a question time audience in the future. But I did go to a game this weekend. Did you? I went to Tottenham Hotspur against oh, Chelsea. Oh, yes. Yesterday. It was 2-0, I think. 
2-0 to Spurs and um, obviously the stadium is a thing of marvel and within that um, wonderful place of wonders and dreams I met up with producer Danny Carr wow okay. yes we had a beer that fills up from the bottom now I've been to the stadium before mm-hmm. and I just want to update people on the technology pioneering technology at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Before, the beer that filled up for the bottom was done by a a valve going up the hole in the bottom and then dropping Mm. a magnet back over. Oh, behave yourself. If you press the magnet, the beer would fall out, but that was what kept it in place. The technology has changed. Wow. Now, a spike goes up what can only be described as a rubber anus. You know know the teat at the top of a LucasAid sport bottle? Yes. It's like that on the bottom. So a spike goes up its bum, pumps it full of lager, and then when you <laughs> raise it off the spike, all that is keeping that in is a LucasAid Sport-style teat. Now, so the if problem you squeeze is, the pint glass... Well, no, but if you if you pop your finger up there, you know, you've got to be... <laughs> <laughs> but the problem is, and producer Danny explained this, because they overwash the glasses, the elasticity of the rubber anus is compromised. Some of them do slightly leak out a bit. Oh, like an old Kilner jar. Yeah, it made me think of you and your bad bum. They should call it the Rico. The Rico well, Arena. Uh, let me just be very clear. There's no leakage from... Uh, but there's pain, isn't there? There's pain and sadness in that cavity. Yeah, well, I would say as as regards the pints at Tottenham Hotspur and my anus, if you stick your finger up there, you get what you deserve. Leave your finger out of there and just let, let these things breathe and enjoy their lives. Very good point. Now... Going to a football match, particularly when you go effectively as a neutral, although you always kind of support the home team, don't you? Yes, and you always sort of want Chelsea to lose. Kind of. I wanted wanted goals, but I also wanted VAR. And what the Spurs Stadium has, these wonderful Did you want VAR, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted controversy, gossip, madness. Um, Madness, madness, they call it madness. Beautiful screens. And so, anyway... End of the first half. Now, we made a decision. We're not going to go for a pint at half-time because, firstly, you wouldn't be able to get one, but I'm not going to leave it. I don't want to miss anything. And mm-hmm. that Well, I decision. heard this on the radio, so I'm excited to hear the live experience. So this was wonderful. Right towards the end of the first half, there's an almighty scuffle. Mm. And, uh, Would you referee... call it a fracas? Uh, Would you go that I far? Called an, I called it an almighty scuffle. I'm sticking mm-hmm. with almighty scuffle. Okay. Thank you. Ford, um, so... not a fracas. Not a fracas, says Ford. So anyway, so there's, there's an almighty scuffle. And, um, you know, it's the usual stuff. But it does look as though um, Ziyech or Ziyech, I always forget how to pronounce his name, stuff. It, it sort of claws out at Emerson Royale. Um, anyway, the referee books two players. It takes him a while. And then yeah. he's listening to his little headpiece. And mm-hmm. he then produces a red. Now, at that point, the Spurs Stadium was like the Coliseum. <sighs> I was out of my seat squealing with delight. I was like, <laughs> then he goes over to the monitor. You're like, well, hang on a minute. You've done two yellows from what you've seen yourself. You've yep. done the red based on the intercom system. Then he goes and checks the monitor, walks back, rescinds the red and gives him a yellow. Yes. And obviously the problem is, you know, when you're in the stadium, you, you can't, you're not being told what's happening. So it's just like, you're trying to figure this all out for yourself. I just loved, I loved it. And there was there was an old boy near us. Oh, what are they playing at? What are they play? Can't they send him off? He'd take it back. What was the party he was involved in the first place? I was yeah. like, oh, this is exactly what I wanted. You can imagine what Five Live was doing. Oh, really? What a 
What an absolute nonsense. They were, they were straight off the back of it. Even BBC impartiality out the window. We can all agree that VAR is an absolute mess. Came back to the studio. What a mess, they said. Now, obviously, I listened to that. I've been on tour this week, so I was on yeah. my way from the uh, Torquay Arena to the Exeter Thunderdome where Ooh. I was performing yesterday. How was it? Well, I've got to tell you, the Great Hall in Exeter, I'd be surprised if I've played a worse venue. Um, oh, absolute stinker. Um, what do you mean? As in the, the, the facilities? Audible dirge. I mean, an echoey hall. You know, it'd be great for an under-12s badminton. You know, we want the sound of uh, racket on shuttlecock and the gasps of delight from the crowd. But for a comedy gig bad sound sort of uh wings down the side from which nobody can see somebody tweeted me a picture this morning saying i enjoyed the gig last night nice to hear from you shame we couldn't see you and they've just got a massive wall in front of them you are very short i am very short but even i would say i would have had to have been pushing 18 foot i think to have crept over this i'm not quite sure what those seats are for anyway obviously listening to the first half en route now i've got uh We've got um, skin in the game, so to speak. So when Ziyech was sent off, I screamed in the car, yes, that means he'll miss the Leeds game because Leeds face Chelsea next week. Imagine my fury when, of course, that was rescinded. Yeah, I was thinking get more suspensions because it sounded like it was quite a tasty game, was it? Well, it was. I mean, you know what's lovely is uh, you you have to kind of readjust, particularly when you're there as a neutral. Because you're not watching it. So when you're watching it on Super Sunday at home, the commentary really helps. When you're there and you're kind of just there purely to be entertained by football, I mean, with that red card, you're like, no one's actually telling us what's going on. So you're, you're mm. closest to it, but you have l- less information than you than you would on telly. So, I, but I love that. I love the chaos. I love the kind of talking points. And then right at the start of the second half, Skip scores an absolute belt. I mean, amazing that's not goal of the month. A thundering uh, walloper from the edge of the box, underside of the bar, like just mega. But th- so many people missed the VAR because they left early for the for the pint and then missed the goal and you're like you've just missed the two best bits of the game and what was the celebration like on the skip screamer was there an element of once you've had var interject and undermined do you think there was a percentage of people like well let's wait and see because that's the very definition of out of your chair screaming a thunderbolt off the crossbar you don't want any element of oh hang on i bet someone was offside or there'll have been a bloody worm in front of the goalkeeper's view there was absolutely no um, absolutely no hesitation at all. It was out of your seat, mayhem. It was great. And then Harry Kane scored as well. So it really had everything. You know, you go and watch Spurs, Harry scored, bit of VAR, uh, an absolute thumper of a goal. And just the facilities, stay behind afterwards, watch the... So they have like a live band at a part of the stadium called the White Hart. What? Like a pub. Yeah, yeah. So they have like live music in in the in the what you call the vomitory but the, the white heart pub and the, the guy so they're playing like songs that for you know playing sweet caroline and stuff like that and the guy's going like um oh yeah, yeah chelsea you spent a load of stuff and uh come back empty-handed and it? it's not my missus that is yeah she goes out she goes out all day spending all our money and comes back with nothing but he had a cracking voice people doing congas and stuff really you know what's great about the spurs stadium is obviously it's it's futuristic it's ahead of its time but what is it what it's actually facilitated is actually quite an old-fashioned sweet atmosphere it's actually oddly um there's something very wholesome about it I just love it. And I've got to tell you this, the best sausage roll, not that I've just had at any football stadium that I've had anywhere in my entire life. 
Really? Four quid, and I'll tell you this, all sausage. No roll? That's a sausage you've had there, mate. It's just... (laughs) But you know what I mean? Sausage rolls at football stadiums, usually it's basically a sort of of air-filled piece of pastry with Mm. a frousty little thing in the middle. This is like chunky. You know you've had one. Well, I'll tell you what, what what a pleasure to open the show with. Just a a joyful, um, absolute essay on the joys of football as a neutral and just what it means to be in a stadium and celebrate the sport that we all love. And can I jump on the back of that by saying um, I loathe that Tottenham have a stadium so much better than anybody else's. I loathe that they were given Wembley as a sort of holding gap to do that. And I hope someone leaves a beer pump on and the stadium fills with beer from the ground upwards. Why do you resent them having a nice stadium? Because it's what we do. You're the happy one and I'm the poison. If I listen to that, all I'm thinking is I'm going to undercut all this in a minute with some hate. That's what I do. I don't enjoy anybody else's joy. I didn't want them to win. Much like the League Cup final, there is no good outcome from this. One of them is going to win and that makes me furious. And I'm I'm glad for this podcast that you enjoy football. I'm glad you enjoy the controversies of VAR. I hate everything. And that is very much, you are the zig to my zag. Although in fairness, I thought they, they were both quite similarly voiced. I didn't really get a sense of zig and zag as a character and, and certainly not as opposing forces. Really good point, actually. They're basically the same character, but just, mm. just they look different. Was one a bit yeah. thicker? Was 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 the was the, was yeah. the sort of cream one a bit more dense? Oh, I I remember the sort of purpley one as being the sort of thicker one. But yeah, I think you're right. One was a bit more sort of root one, but I mean the the other one was root one point one. You know, it was very yeah. much Jesse Marsh. You know, let's let's get to the punchline. Loved a bit of zig and zag though. How do you feel about the new Leeds bells? Oh well, that's that's what football is, isn't it? I I I think we are. I think we're probably already down because we stuck with Jesse Marsh too long, and a lot of fans saying. Obviously, I'm optimistic, but a lot of fans saying hopefully Southampton season defining. But I think that season defining was clinging on to Marsh for the defeats at Nottingham Forest and Everton. So I think that's what will come to define us, and then publicly courting managers who also publicly said, actually, I'm going to stick with what I've got because your job looks a bit shit. It sort of dragged the club through the mud a little bit and then ending up with a manager who was free the whole time that you could have fucking hired a month ago if you honestly believed he was the man to get us out of the trouble. Why not hire him at Christmas when he's got some time to do his job rather than sticking with a man who doesn't play with because the goal is in the middle? But the minute he's appointed, holy shit, let's have a look at a couple of goals Watford scored. He got them to the cup final. We're going to be in Europe next season. That's yeah. what football is. Totally swallowed the Kool-Aid now. Made us better with a day, as he said in his press conference afterwards. Imagine what I can do in a week. So I'm convinced oh. now that we beat Fulham on Tuesday. We win the FA Cup. We win away at Chelsea. Potter gets sacked and we finish mid-table. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddleboards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! 
Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Do you, I feel for Potter though. Oh, you know, yesterday. So just just to update you on some of the um, chants that are doing the rounds in in North London. Um, yeah. There was a little bit of you're getting sacked in the morning, but not much. And I think that's because whoever you support, I, I think we all quite like Graham Potter. There was a, a bit of um, from the Chelsea fans to Harry Kane. You've let your country down. <laughs> wow. Oh, it's harsh. Yeah. yeah, very harsh. Uh, a reference, of course, to his penalty miss uh, against France. Um, and there was, there was, a, a, there was, there was Chelsea get battered everywhere they go. Chelsea get battered everywhere they go. That was doing the rounds. And then, mm-hmm. which I've not heard anywhere else, and it's always nice when there's a twist on these things. The Spurs fans were singing to Chelsea, so to the tune of Hey Jude, they go da 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 da. Your shit. (laughs) And what I like about that is, obviously, a lot of people use the Hey Jude, you know, dead letter, forest, or whatever. And it's usually used for joyous. But I I Mm. quite enjoyed that being weaponized as an attack against the opponents. Your shit. I mean, it does make you wonder, when the Beatles wrote Hey Jude, whether they ever thought it would be used in that way. Well... You, if you watch that documentary about them on Disney Plus, get back. They're not above like when they come up with a tune, they do sort of fuck about with it. It's oh, tune yeah. first, isn't it? Lyric second. So I would have thought at some point they would have gone, "Hey, I've got this new riff," and it goes la 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 la, la. and then one of them would have gone, "Fuck off!" And yeah, all the right laugh. Yeah, yeah. C- classic well, band. Well, I wrote that, you know, I wrote "Hey Jude," and I said to John, "I said, you know, they might sing that, you know, at a football stadium." And he said, yeah, fuck off, you know, which he did. And, uh, yeah, quite cool, you know. I saw that at Spurs at the weekend. You know, you know loved the beer fills up from the bottom. You know, that's cool, man. Very good. I mean, not, not a lot pa- of people can do, Ringo. Nice. It's not particularly. Um, Ringo is Thomas the Tank, isn't it? All was quiet on the Isle yeah. of Sodor. Thomas James the Red One of the great, I'd say, if I was to pick five youtube classics maybe two of them involve um the beatles one of my favorite uh, videos of all time is paul mccartney's meat free mondays rap oh yeah um, do you it now do it do right it. now please um yeah. and the second is ringo star asking people i say asking <laughs> telling people not to send him things to sign anymore i will not sign nothing will be signed i must be very strict Peace and love. Peace and, and love. I would f- off sending me your shit, you useless pricks. Peace and love. Cheerio. <laughs> bye bye now. <laughs> Just to chuck some others in there, common ones for me, obviously the usual political and forest ones, but apart from the obvious ones, Queen at Live Aid. Oh, really? Oh, it's a classic one. I've had a few. I just think, uh, wow, look at him go. What? So. What time was the Spurs game? Was the early kickoff, of course, because of the league finals. So, can we assume that that led to a day of beer, double takeaway, one for main, one for Pud Pud, and then waking up with the laptop on the chest, crying at videos? Well, I, you know what I did? I fell asleep watching highlights of the game that I'd been at. I thought it was really cool to come back, and I fell asleep. Um, finished on an Italian meal, bit of red wine, bit of real ale, and uh, yeah, that was it. Actually, the sausage roll was all I had until I had. Um, 
Polo Milanese, uh, a favourite of mine, which is spaghetti in a pomodoro sauce with a chicken schnitzel on top. Feels like two dinners in one. Lovely. Do you like that? Tofu yeah, milanese. it's sort of like a, almost like a parmo, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, you know what? It kind of is. But Would you melt time. a bit of cheese on there? I didn't go for cheese. And I squeezed some lemon over it. A few chilies. I, I, I wouldn't be averse to it, but I didn't do that yesterday because I was having an Italian meal. Let's just wheel back onto the football because there were two finals yesterday. Uh, yeah, Celtic sadly. Rangers in the Scottish League Cup final, English League Cup final, Newcastle lost to Manchester United. Now, you alluded to this earlier, John, that you weren't particularly enamored by either side. But yes. if forced to pick a winner, would you rather United than Newcastle? Oh, I don't know. I'm so I'm particularly tired at the moment. I, I'm oh, not eating particularly well. I'm on the road a lot. It's really drawing out the deep, deep negativity inside oh, me. No, you know, I'm no, a man no. who I work very hard to get to neutral. If I fail to express an opinion or say, "Do you know what? I just hope it's a good game." That's me, really pedal to the metal you know i've got to be taking my vitamins exercising and then i might be able to just say i hope people aren't unhappy with the result but yesterday was a real that shot i saw of half manchester united fans and half newcastle united fans in the stadium that just really upset me and it was it was everything people would think it was it was the tribalism of football it was an angry tired little man hating the joy of others and being very jealous i was very jealous about it and i'll tell you what can fuck right off People yeah. saying anything along the lines of Manchester United's trophy drought or the long wait six fucking years it is since they won something and I'm expected to be relieved that that horrible barren spell has ended for the club. So I didn't want any of that. But equally, I didn't want the Newcastle fans to have the vindication so quickly of their blood money income. So, so I really, you know, I don't know. What about you? If forced, come on. If forced, I would have liked the game to be abandoned. No. No. Force um, yourself. Well, I can't. No, I can't. I, yeah, well, if, if I have to, I, yes. I can't have any more joy for Manchester United fans. So it would have to be Newcastle. Yeah. It's tricky, isn't it? It is tricky, yeah. It's, it's really very tricky. hard. Um, you'd have think... gone for Newcastle, right? It's just the Saudi thing, but yes, I think for the fans, yes, because obviously they've yes. won. Well, that's it. You like that's purely it. on that level. Um, but I do like Marcus Rashford. I, I have to like. I want. I want. Yeah, but you so like trips, don't you? Beefer with trips, friend of the show. You what? That was a uh, short oh, dash yeah, yeah. holiday, <laughs> wasn't it? Beefer with trips. Yeah, beefer with trips. Doing his little magic magician. tricks. Oh yes. Oh damn it! I like trips. Pope's I tears. Think for the fans, I think if you if you're a club that's never won anything and they are a big club, then mm-hmm. yes, it, it, taking politics and history and everything, I think I, I'd have been maybe marginally more happy. But I, I do just I, I think Marcus Rashford obviously is such a good man. Mm-hmm. I just want only good things for him. Uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with that. I like, uh, I like Rashford. You know, we a wonderful, as we've discussed many times, likable generation of England players at the moment. When, when, if you're a football fan our age, you've come through the Lampard and Rooney era of broadly dislikable people to have your Sackers, your Rashfords, your Canes. You know, it's a good time. It is, and in FPL, it's a good time for you. Your mothball, or, or did is you it? unmothball? Did you unmothball? Well, I did. I logged in to take the captaincy away from Rashford, having just talked about how delightful it is to have a generation of passionate and political young men playing for England. 
I cannot have him as my uh, captain. So I did log back in and I noticed that I didn't have a lot of players playing this week. So I made two changes. Couldn't tell you what I did. I think I noticed I had two changes. So I made both. No idea what I did. But so you captain think... Saka. Right. Which is a clever move because he's got two games in this game week. Um, yes. Rashford not playing at all. Um, so you're on 50 points and mm-hmm. um, Saliba, Erdegaard, uh, and Saka still have uh, another game to play. So that okay. one rewards. I made quite a few changes. I brought in Erdegaard um, and captained him, which at the moment looks like the wrong decision, but all he's got to do is score against Everton and that pays off. I've got Martinelli in there. Obviously, he scored at the weekend. And then I've got Ramsdale in goal, Kilman from Wolves, and Trent all with um, another game to play. So I've got five Ooh. players get another round of games, one of whom is captained. You've got um, three players, but then for Arsenal, uh, with another game to play. But am I cor- I'm looking at my team now in the document. I'm correct in saying, of course, that Trippier's uh, blank will mean that Tarkovsky comes off the bench. So I have another player still to play. But, of course, two Crap of my you. players are attacking Arsenal players and one is an Everton defender. So I can't score with all of them because either Everton t- keep a clean sheet and Saka and Odegaard blank or they score and Tarkovsky gets close to zero. So it's basically pointless. I need Odegaard to score. That's what I need. Yeah, do you know what? I thought... Um, I thought if, well, he's less likely to score than Saka. I think that's fair. And I also think he's more likely to be rested. I don't know why I think that. Who, who, who? Well, Odegaard, I think, is more valuable to the team in a situation. I'm talking absolute crap from my um, leaking bot bot here. But um, I sort of feel like the risk to Arsenal of an injury to Odegaard, given that he's the sort of puller of strings, is... um, is greater and I think he you know he's a box to box player he, he might come off at half time if they're comfortably up against damn it um, I didn't think about it to that level at all and that is why you are above me that is why many many wise and, and that is one of the wise. but you know Liverpool in need of a result you could eat, you could get some big big points from Alexander Arnold there clean sheet and an assist you know that probably make the difference so it's not over yeah. Let's, it's, oh it's not over I saying it was over. I tell you what is over. What the week that I farmed my team out to young Elliot, um, yes, and he beat you, so he needs a prize. We need to send yes. him something by way of we gratitude. Say? Well, I don't think we ever established it. I think there was. Uh, it, 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 I think it should be something topical. So, um, what? Extra uh, cream, sausages. Um, yeah. Oh, topical. Very nice. Yeah, that's oh, it was nice. pies. No, hang on. I think we said we're going to send him a pack of Pie Minister pies. Did we? Yeah, I think we did. So uh, I don't know if producer Danny has his details, but um, uh, get in touch with Danny. Hello at cpfpl.com and tell us your address and we will send you the pies. Memphis. Memphis the pies. It's time for Manchester City. Oh, lovely. I've got me good. You know where you're going this week, don't you? No, go on. Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana. It sounds like, because um, it's Gary in D, it sounds like you're saying that's where Gary is. Yeah, it's the home place of Gary Splash. Ooh, okay. So Gary is a city in Lake County, Indiana, and it's been historically dominated by major industrial activity and is home to US Steel's Gary Works. 
Gary works. Um, I know he does, but where? Uh, it's the largest steel meal. Co- still, steel oh, meal. Damn, damn thick brain. It's the largest steel mill complex in North America on the southern shore of Lake Michigan. Oh, God, doesn't that sound lovely? Ooh, sounds lovely. Oh, my God. Gary was named after the lawyer. Albert Henry Gary, the founding chairman of the United States Steel Corporation. So they basically set up a town, and they usually, I mean, it's just so odd. It's literally named after, the surname is Gary. Email us. Are you related to, are you a descendant of Albert Henry Gary? Hello at cpfpl.com. Now, I'm just, oh, the, I've got to tell you, the town's logo is terrible. Oh, is it's it? It's a yellow G with an exclamation mark. Oh, that looks so dumb. What have they done that for? I mean, I guess if you call yourself Gary after a guy called Gary. I'll tell you what, we're going to have to learn all this when we uh, when we go over there. We're going to have to pretend to know all about the history, aren't we? Well, well that's what they do. Yeah, we were inspired. And then you have to say, you know what? Actually, um, uh, Gary, Indiana's very similar to, to Nottingham. Yes. Very similar. When I, l- I landed here, it really reminded me of the place that I grew up. You know, it's got streets and, and people have arms here. And it just really took me back. I feel like a real... Well, talking of sister cities, only two. Lagos in Nigeria and Fuxin in China. <laughs> so, there you go. How are you spelling? I'm, I'm not that I'm ever questioning your ability to pronounce foreign words, because if we've learned anything on this podcast, it's that you are fluent in any language at the drop of a hat. Wait, How are you spelling Fuxin? F-U-X-I-N. All oh, right. I think it's probably oh, fusion. Fushin or something yeah. like that. Now, what what is quite interesting here is there is a city in Russia modelled after Gary, and it's Magnitogorsk. Magnitogorsk. Oh, my God. And basically, they've modelled it on this other place. Wouldn't that be mad if you didn't know that, and for some reason you'd been to both places? You'd think you were dreaming, wouldn't you? You'd be like, this is exactly like the other place we went to. There are worlds like that now, innit? It's basically a bloody love letter to uh, capitalism, right? But it's in Russia, so I doubt it, pal. No, probably not. Um, but maybe, 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 I don't know the, the full history of uh, Magnitogorsk. I'll mean, tell you what, if you've been to Gary, Indiana or Magnitogorsk, um, get in touch, hello at cpfpl.com. Um, yeah, yeah. Wow, I, I just love this. I love, I love the learnings. I just want to have a look at, actually, good sports. Let's see if they mention Gary Splash. Yes, 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 yes. Gary has hosted two professional basketball franchises. The Gary Splash played in the International Basketball League from 2010 to 2013 at the Genesis Convention Center. So it only lasted, Gary Splash only existed for three years. Previously, the Gary Steelheads played in the Genesis Convention Center as part of the IBL. It seems really sad they don't have any basketball team. I don't uh, think there's a lot there anymore. How many people are in Gary? Is ooh, that right, information? Uh, Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Uh, population, twenty. Oh my God! There's only sixty nine thousand people there. Whoa, I mean, and, and in fact, pointless building the big stadium, isn't it? But in twenty ten, there were eighty thousand, and then in twenty twenty, there were sixty nine thousand. So it's gone down. Oh, my God, it's a God, sinking ship, no isn't it, Gary? Soon. We better get over there quick. There's be no one there. There's no one there. Imagine if we turned up and we're like, oh, there's no one here. Oh, that'd be an amazing story. If we got over there, it was a ghost town, and we rebuilt it. 
<laughs> They'd probably no, rename it. That's all we've got time for this episode. Tweet us at ComediansFPL or email us on any of the things. If you've been to Gary, Indiana or that place in Russia that's a bit like it, email us, hello at cpfpl.com. Uh, subscribe at anotherslice.com for extra content and for the love of God in your own body. Share this, subscribe, tell your friends, leave a five-star written review. Bye. Bye. 